Snow blew into the treehouse. Jack and Annie wore wool coats, hats, and mittens. Jack's canvas backpack had turned into a leather briefcase with buckles and a shoulder strap. Jack and Annie looked out the window. Below the treehouse was a wide, snow-covered field that ended in a wall of evergreen trees. Beyond the trees was a city skyline. This is definitely New York, said Annie. See the Empire State Building? Remember our visit to the top? She pointed to a faraway building that rose above the others. This must be Central Park. I remember that big field. Yeah, I do too, said Jack. But we've landed in New York in 1938. It was different back then. He opened their research book and read from the introduction. The city of New York is the largest city in the Western Hemisphere. It covers an area of 322 square miles. Jack closed the book. Whoa, even in 1938, New York was a huge city, he said. This is going to be like looking for a needle in a haystack. I'll read our mission poem again, said Annie. She read the first verse aloud. The very last unicorn is now hidden well by those who have put him under a spell. Okay, so this unicorn was put under a spell, said Jack, and he must be hidden somewhere in New York or Merlin wouldn't have sent us here. Right, said Annie. She read the next verse. For centuries, four decades, from that afternoon, at the end of November, before the blue moon. What's a blue moon? asked Annie, looking up. I've heard that expression before. It's when you have two full moons in the same month, said Jack. It doesn't happen very often. Oh, said Annie. She read on. He will wake once more and be free to go home. If you call out his name, Divine Flower of Rome. Wait, does that mean the unicorn's name is Divine Flower of Rome? asked Jack. I guess, said Annie. She read on. You must coax him to stand once his name is spoken. His chain will break and the spell too be broken. Then a young girl must love him and show him the way, lest he be trapped forever on public display. If he loses this chance to rise and depart, all magic will fade from his horn and his heart. So I'm the young girl, said Annie, and I have to help him get home or his magic will fade away forever. Right, said Jack. Okay, let's review. There's a unicorn on public display somewhere in New York City. He's under a spell. The spell runs out in late November before a blue moon, but he'll only wake up when someone calls his name, which is Divine Flower of Rome. Then a young girl, you, must love him and show him the way home. Great, said Annie. Let's get started. Get started? How? said Jack. Maybe we should talk to some New Yorkers, said Annie. We can ask them if they know anything about a unicorn in New York City. She looked out the window. There are some people in the park right now. Jack looked out. Through the falling snow, he saw girls crossing the field carrying skates. He saw two people standing on top of a small hill. One wore a cape and the other a long raincoat. If we start asking people about unicorns, they'll think we're crazy, said Jack. Who cares, said Annie. Maybe someone will at least know something that can help us. Let's go down. She started down the ladder.